0: hey guys welcome in it's been a week since you have seen us i'm brad with college sportscast and we are presented by the fanboys
1: Should be joining us in a little bit. Um, he's looking um, for a signal. Five, four, three, two. I'm back perfect.
0: already. All right.
1: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: so hey guys, um, with College Sports Cast and I'm Brad, and I've got Jason on with me again tonight, like we did last Tuesday night. What's up, Jason? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Been a crazy week. So uh, I think I, I mentioned it last Tuesday night uh, when I was wrapping up the show that I was hired on as a staff writer for uh, Stadium Rent. So I have three articles up on Stadium Rent, um, and I'll get to one of them here in a minute. But So over the weekend, I covered Prep Red Zone Tennessee, <clears throat> And that is a showcase football camp. And there was kids from, of course, Tennessee, Kentucky kids. There was Alabama kids. And there was Mississippi kids. And the reason why Alabama and Mississippi were there is because there is not a Prep Red Zone showcase event in Mississippi or Alabama. That's two of the states in the South. That there's not one currently so a lot of the kids who are trying to get recognized come up to the one in Tennessee it was in Murfreesboro uh, which is 20-30 minutes outside of Nashville and uh, had a great there was there was over 210-215 kids there um, all the way from class 2023 this year's class all the way to 2028 so uh, <clears throat> they started out with young kids and then moved into the high school kids and it was basically a pretty much an all-day thing and that was on sunday which is the reason why you didn't see a show from us on sunday and then last thursday i actually had to fill in i run a little business here bluegrass breads and um, I had to fill in and, and do a little extra work um, Thursday night. Um, so, you know, you know how that goes sometimes.
1: Hey, life be life. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: that's kind of how it went. <laughs> exactly. I understand yeah. that. I understand that.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how it went. All right, so I've got that up. So I was talking about Prep Red Zone just for a minute. Jason is from or in Mississippi. He's not from Mississippi. He's from Arkansas, but played at Mississippi, and is in Mississippi. Um, So check out right now. I have a new hot article. I really like this article. I spent some time. I met a lady at the Prep Red Zone camp that brought two kids from Mississippi who have kind of had an injury plagued high school career. One of them uh, tore his meniscus one year, then the next year he broke his fibula, and then his sophomore year was cut short because of COVID. And, and they had to set out. So he really hasn't had – these kids really haven't had a whole lot of uh, <clears throat> time on the field because of injury and COVID and, and a few things. And this lady brought these two kids up. They are from Gentry High School in Mississippi. Uh, Indianola, Mississippi
1: oh, is where they're yeah that's deep the- that's deep yeah that's deep up in that the that's that's yeah. the
0: delta uh-huh yeah. Yeah. mississippi delta so i've got it on the bottom of the screen prep red zone tennessee the mississippi delta duo mm. check out my article um so uh, uh they're from the same team same high school gentry high school in in mississippi okay one's a quarterback and one's a receiver. <clears throat> so, check this article out. It's got a little personal touch, <clears throat> and I'm kind of proud of this one. It's probably one of my better works that I've done so far. And I, if you guys are on here and you're listening, please check this article out, Prep Red Zone, um, Tennessee-Mississippi Delta Duo. It is on Stadium Rant. .com. Check it out, Jason. You got to check it out, man. I
1: will. You're down de- there, so. I definitely, definitely check that out.
0: Yeah. So I want, I wanted to get, get that out of the way, way to start the show with, and then we're going to go to our true victory stuff, and I'm going to get this up on the screen for you guys. Or at least I think I am.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I, I believe, uh, I think, um, I don't know if they did a, a survey, but it's a lot of guys from Mississippi who played in the NFL. A lot of guys, man. Uh,
0: so I found out, I, I mean, he's actually from just on the outskirts actually, but it's actually the birth birthplace of BB King.
1: Yeah. Gentry, uh Gentry was known for uh the Twin Towers, if I'm not mistaken, uh Eric Dampier and Tyrone Washington back at the Mississippi State. Uh when I was in June I recruited that area. Uh, very fertile area, you know. Uh, I, what can I say? They remind you of Texas. Everything's big in the country of Mississippi. It's, yeah, it's it's,
0: it's, it's it's deep in the Delta, Mississippi Delta. Mm-hmm. It is the home place of BB King. Mm-hmm. So blues. Uh, the Del- so the Delta blues originated mm-hmm. from there. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know so uh check i I, there is a mention of this in my article i did some research and did some work on this one um so uh check it out i just i just want everybody to know it and uh, help me share it get it out there because i think it's good work and i am trying to help out a couple of kids who are trying to get known and the reason why i'm trying to help them out is they're actually graduating this week they're 2023 kids mm. and this was one of their last chances to come out and be a part of something while still being in high school and trying to get their name out for this fall. so close. I mean in a few in a few months. so check it out. I'm trying to help out a couple of very well-mannered, athletic is all get out Mm. kids Mm. okay Uh, just just check it out like i said they're uh they're fixing to graduate this week and i mean they're good kids, like i think i think one of them's got like a 3.7 and one's got like a 3.5 or something i mean
1: Mm -hmm. you know uh good kids so uh you know check it out that's good that's good right up man and i'm surprised that they don't have uh, 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 what did you say? Is it nope. you said a uh, prep red
0: zone? They don't have a prep red zone in Mississippi or Alabama
1: right now. Dang. They are trying
0: to get one, but so they invite the, uh, a lot of the Mississippi and, and Alabama kids up to, um, t- or, yeah, up to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. um, Kentucky just added a prep red zone event this year in Louisville. So they actually invite a lot of the Eastern Kentucky gotcha, kids gotcha. down to the Tennessee event as well.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So I have True Victory up on the screen. That's our veteran-owned sportswear, and we are trying to get that known and get that out there. The Fanboys promo code will give you a fifteen percent off. Of anything that you purchase with them, all you got to do is scan that QR code on the screen and it'll take you right to the page. After you do your shopping, go to the promo code, put into fanboys, and you'll get 15% off. Anything above $99, you get free shipping. So there's another savings for you. and they also have gift cards. Father's Day is coming up, and they're, and they're digital gift cards at that. So what that means is is that you don't have to ship nothing. You don't have to do nothing. All you got to do is give them the code and the number and it's a digital gift card, and they can use that digital gift card and order something from True Victory. Just remind them to use our code, to Fanboys and save 15%. All, that's all I ask. Just remind them to use our code to fanboys,
1: right? <laughs> hey, easy as that. Simple as that. Yep. Simple as that.
0: Father's Day's coming up. I mean, get them some gear. Yeah. Get them a hat.
1: Yeah. You know. Something. 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 Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, like I said, digital gift card. Don't have to ship nothing. Send nothing.
1: That's crazy. Everything been on these phones. Like you yep. said, this is a gift card. Right? That's the point. Yep. That's very, very smart.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So check them out. Scan that QR code to the right of the screen there, and it'll take you straight to the online shopping page. And uh, you can shop for men's, women's, or accessories, and shop till you drop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need more women listeners. Shop to the drop. I, <laughs> I don't know. think men shop to their drop. No, no, no. You no, probably no. be one of the ones like to go shop me. I like to go and just get, no, go no, and no, get out. No. Men, I go, get
0: men out. don't usually <laughs> shop to the drop. I, that, was just a, that was just a stupid saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I already talked about it, the stadium rent thing, but check out Stadium Rant. Um, I have hired as a staff writer there, so... I've got uh, three articles up this week um, from st- that's on Stadium Rant, so check them out. Um, I have two of them that are Kentucky football articles, and then I have the uh, Mississippi Delta Duo Prep Red Zone Tennessee article. Um, so far, I have three articles up. You can check them out. There's plenty more articles. There's about thirty or so writers. So, there's plenty of stuff to check out, whether it's NBA, NFL, um, college sports, anything, really. So, just check it out, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I've got another article kind of up my sleeve from the Prep Red Zone event, and uh, I, I'm going to be writing it this week sometime as well. So. <clears throat> And I got another idea for some Kentucky, another Kentucky article, but I'm not giving
1: that one away just yet. No we're all good. Keep 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 it all up there, man. Keep it all up there. Yeah. Before you know it, man, I might see you on on TV, man. Sideline report, sideline report. I,
0: I'm 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 working my way there. I'm working my way there. I'm trying anyway.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no doubt. You know how that is. Man, I do know.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to work my way there. So, All right, so we are doing our news and hot topics and fun segment show tonight. I've got Jason on with me. I do want to start out with something that happened over the weekend, and this is a little somber news, but um, it does affect the sports world in general. <clears throat> and uh, Jim Brown died. Um, over it, it was either Thursday, Friday, or over the weekend. I'm not exactly sure, I can't remember what day it was. I've been quite busy, so um, but you know, Jim Brown died, he was 87 years old. He is widely known for his football legacy, mostly with the Cleveland Browns in the NFL. This is what most people know. And remember. However, if you are a historian of the game, you would know that Jim Brown is quite possibly one of the top college football players of all time. And on top of that, he lettered at Syracuse in four different sports at the same time
1: at at the same time
0: yeah while he was there his four years he lettered in four different sports most people don't know this but he's pretty widely known as probably one of the best collegiate lacrosse players as well. Now, lacrosse isn't big in the United States and a lot of people don't know, uh, you know, a whole lot about it, but I'm telling you, if you will look it up, Jim Brown is probably one of known as one of the top ever collegiate lacrosse players. He was also track and field,
1: Man.
0: Man. and, uh, you know, I just wanted to bring him up because so he graduated in 56, four years at Syracuse. He was, you know, back in them days, he was the Orangeman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was Syracuse. Yeah,
1: he was it.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: he was it. and he,
0: it actually this this kind of inspired me to uh, we're going to do a segment here in a few minutes and i was doing a little research and i was looking up some stuff on jim brown and while i was looking up some stuff on jim brown i found this article actually from three years ago okay <clears throat> this article is an espn article it was written in january of 2020 Uh, To be exact, it was written January 13th of 2020. And it lists the 150 greatest players in college football's history.
1: Man,
0: man. Okay? Yeah. So while I was doing a little research on Jim Brown, I found this article and I thought it would be interesting for us to kind of talk about tonight. Mm -hmm. You know, it's in the off season. We don't have a lot of game news and all the things going on, you know, so trying to find some hot topics and stuff, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's kind of hard to find everything to talk about and stuff. So I thought we might, um, tonight, I thought for our segment, you know, sometimes we do like the pick six and, and stuff like that. And we're, I thought tonight we will talk about the top 25 players listed in this article. Uh-oh. We don't have time to go over 150 players. No, we don't. You know, you know what I mean? So I thought we would kind of go over the top 25 players. Listed in this article. And again, this is an article that was written January 13th, 2020, a little over three years ago. Um, And I found this article researching stuff on Jim Brown. So I thought we would kind of go over the top 25 players listed. Are you ready, Jason? You said college,
1: right? Top college. Yeah.
0: Okay. College. College football
1: players. Oh, hey, listen. Are we starting one or are we going 20 up? No, I'm going to start at 25 are you going and, to start work, and work my way. I am. I'm going to start at 25. With, hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm with you. Oh. Mm. 25. Let's go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm going to start at 25, mm-hmm. all right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Actually, I'm gonna start at 26. Oh, thank you. Just thank for... you.
1: Thank you. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm looking like oh you
0: yeah, I really know. he's actually, too low. I...
1: He's actually
0: tough. I'm gonna start at 26 just <laughs> to get a mention that he's just on the outside of the top. 25. Oh
1: man, that 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 okay unbelievable. Oh, that's unbelievable. All
0: right, so just outside the top 25 no in this ESPN article no way. at number 26 no way. is Dion Sanders.
1: Oh, listen, I already see somebody I can replace him with <laughs> to be in this top 25. But, you know, I didn't write the article. I had nothing to do. With the I didn't write the article yeah, either.
0: It it's just yes. some talking just points. Talking, right, you know what I mean? You're right, you're right. Like it's just some talking points. I thought we'd have a little fun with it, mm-hmm. but I figured when I seen it and I scrolled down to twenty five, mm-hmm. I thought Jason's going to want me to mention this. So, exactly. I'm like, know.
1: what? Come on.
0: Yeah. Come on. So I, I had to mention that Dion De- was twenty six on the list. Yeah, yeah. All right. So at twenty five. Even though mm. he is not someone that a lot of people like to talk about anymore,
1: well, from, from, from a college football, from a pure from football, a college
0: football standpoint,
1: pure football peers.
0: Number twenty-five is O.J. Simpson. The juice. It, there's there's nothing else to say.
1: The juice was yep. one of a kind. He
0: played he played at USC in sixty-seven and sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Averaged five yards a carry, had 33 touchdowns, and 3,124 yards. Mm. Mm, mm. And he took the Trojans to the national championship in 1967 and won the 68 Heisman Trophy.
1: It's hard to compare anybody to – I know I'ma skip OJ and Jim Brown. You're talking about two of the most dynamic, <clears throat> well before their time. That's it. Exactly yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. About. Well. Yeah, absolutely. Well before their time, but OJ. hey. Oh yeah. Hey, you know. Yep. Love them like them. I mean, love them like them or hate them. Well, I the mean, If you know, if you're, you're talking if you're
0: talking about yeah, unfortunately, the juice got loose. Took different meaning, exactly. you know, in exactly. in, in the nineties. Exactly. But back in back in the sixties and seventies, that actually meant football. Man, I'm talking about man. Yeah. All right, number twenty four
1: is actually Davy O'Brien. The O'Brien Trophy. So it's it's it, it, that makes sense. That he makes that- is. He he has
0: a trophy named after him for one of the top for the top Quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. quarterback. In, you know, each year he played at TCU from thirty six to thirty eight, and they were a passing offense. Wow! Wow! Had over twenty six hundred yards. Had over. Almost 3,500 total yards. And we're talking many, many years ago, way before. But they threw the ball through the air. And Davey O'Brien won a Heisman Trophy. Also led TCU to an 11-0 record and a national championship. Number 23 on the list is Doke Walker.
1: The Dope Walker Award
0: again has an award named after him, just like the Davy O'Brien Award, quarterback award. Doke Walker is one of the running back awards that is given to the top running back each year. He played at SMU from 45 to 49. Had 57 rushing touchdowns. Almost 3,600 total yards, and, um, you know, that was towards the end of World War Two. I think he missed a little bit of time, had to come back um, with dope, the dope walker there. So, uh, again, he played at SMU from 45 to 49, and... Just to throw, he was the 48 Heisman Trophy winner. And he also played a little DB and had five interceptions. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so in one season, by the way. All right, so you're going to notice a theme in this list. There's a lot of running backs. Number 22, number 22 is Billy Cannon. Running back from LSU, 57 to 59. He had almost 1,900 yards, 24 TDs. Also had seven interceptions. He was one of those dual uh, players in the 50s, 57, 58, 59. Man. So he played both sides of the ball. Won the 59 Heisman Trophy and was a two-time consensus All-American.
1: Mm,
0: like you say, it's a thing. I'm looking at this. It's a thing. It's a thing. I'm telling you, when you go down through here, you're going to see a lot of them. Number 21, mm. and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. I looked at this list at first, and I thought we'd start with 20, and then I saw 21. And I was like, man, I can't leave him out. And then I went down to 25, and I saw 26, yeah. and I thought, well, hell, I can't leave
1: him out either. Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> all right, so number 21 is Peyton Manning.
1: You know, I'm a, a Manning fan. I'm a Manning fan. But listen, I don't know if Peyton, Peyton Manning is one of the top quarterbacks of all time in college. You know, I, I don't – old-
0: He played at Tennessee from 94 to 97. Mm. Um mm. he was the Davey O'Brien award winner. Um he won all kinds of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm award, uh, the Maxwell award. I mean, Pate Manning won everything but a championship.
1: That's what I that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying. We're talking about sure college player I will replace, and I'm playing dead with Evan because you know, paid man is solidified, probably a, through a three, four year starter, broke every record in Tennessee.
0: 11,201 career yards.
1: Oh, man, that's what I'm saying. It was, was a phenom, right?
0: 89 touchdowns.
1: I would, I, I, would, I, I would throw Tim Tebow right there. I mean, if you're talking about pure college, yeah, like, pure college.
0: This is this is supposed to be college yeah, this, now. This problem, I mean, I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. You
1: know, so but I, I, at i I can swap him and Dion. I can swap <laughs> him and Dion. That was the only person yeah. I was like, you know what? The only person who I could say Dion because Dion, Dion yeah. deserves to be a top ten, but it's a lot of people who played the game before Dion.
0: There it is yeah. so the top ten. When we get to the top ten, well, so yeah, you, you, you'll, see, yeah. you'll see some some <laughs> names. Yeah,
1: some dudes.
0: All right, so number twenty is another running back from Oklahoma. This is Billy Sims, played from nineteen seventy five to nineteen seventy nine. Had over thirty eight hundred career yards, seven point one yards per. Carry guys, you know
1: putting them down.
0: That's That's insane. That Seven point one yards per carry. Five yards a carry is excellent. Seven. Seven point one is insane tough. for a running back. Had over had fifty rushing touchdowns in his career. Played for Barry Switzer. Won the nineteen seventy eight Heisman Trophy. That's tough.
1: That's tough, man. He had a hell of an offensive line. I'm going to say that.
0: Yep. Uh Billy Sims, I'm telling you, he was for Oklahoma. He was one one of the great running backs of the game, and probably a lot of people don't research (laughs) and and know. He actually played in the NFL and was a great running back in the NFL until he got hurt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number 19. This one's a little this one's a little near and dear to my heart. Um, he is probably the only Tennessee player that I have ever truly loved. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It's it's hard not to. That's all I can say. It is hard. Number 19 is Reggie White. The defensive the end the Tennessee. White, yes. Yes. See defensive end Tennessee nineteen eighty 1980 to nineteen eighty-three. He had two hundred and ninety-three tackles, thirty-two sacks in his career um, at Tennessee. And we're talking about a defensive player, consensus all American, SEC player of the year. Um
1: Man, it, he he really changed the game from. The he had fifteen
0: sacks his senior year. Had a hundred tackles, seventy-two tackles unassisted, out of a hundred.
1: Amen. Huh? I mean, that's that's amazing. You have to that's know amazing. where he was, and it still did not matter. It's
0: the minister did. of defense, General John. Remember this,
1: General John. General
0: John. Remember that. The minister of defense.
1: Yeah, he could be top 10. We're gonna
0: keep And and died way too young from a mm-hmm. from a sudden heart
1: attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Number 18, this is this is a, a running back as well from a long time ago, Glenn Davis, that played with played for Army 43 to 46, had 59 touchdowns in his career. And his average yards per carry is eight point three.
1: I'm gonna say um I'm just gonna say the divisive line wasn't that big. Yeah <laughs> eight.
0: Yeah, they probably wasn't in the 40s. Eight yeah. point yeah.
1: three. Oh my goodness. Eight point three carry. It's almost ten yards.
0: I mean, that's ahead. that's better than Red Grange. And you know, he's like the ghostly figure for you know running backs in college football. That's tough. He was only he was five
1: nine and one hundred and seventy pounds. Hey, stick of dynamite. That's what I call it. If you're five, he you're won. Low, he was down. he was a three
0: time consensus All American and won the nineteen forty six Heisman Trophy. All right, number 17's another well-known running back. This one, um, it, this one's Tony Dorsett Ouch. at number seventeen. Mr. Tony Dorsett, like Mr. Uh, Tony Dorsett played for Pittsburgh from seventy-three to seventy-six, had fifty-five career touchdowns, five point seven yards per carry, over six thousand yards in his career.
1: Set
0: a freshman record of. Fifteen hundred and eighty-six yards as a freshman. Um, I'm trying to go through some of the other. The Panthers were twelve and zero in 1976 and won the national championship. He took Pittsburgh to the national championship in
1: 1976. Man, that's tough, man. That's tough. That's tough, man. Oh, that's tough.
0: Tony D, number 16 is even tougher. Mm. And how, how, you know, you think about him in the NFL, he's number 16 on this list, guys. Walter Payton, number 16, 71 to 74. He played for Jackson State, had 66 touchdowns, 6.1 yards per carry. And had had thirty five hundred and sixty three yards in his career. He was Time Magazine All American uh, as a senior while playing for one double A Jackson State. Man,
1: he 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 changed the way they looked at HBCU kids. He was one of one of the uh, forefathers, even though there was a few, uh, quite a few before him. But he brought notoriety to Jackson State when you heard sweetness. Oh. Nineteen
0: seventy-four, his senior year, he actually was fourteenth on the ballot for the Heisman while playing for HBCUT Division Two team, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was fourteenth on the ballot for the Heisman. Let just let you know, man. Number 15, another running back. I'm telling you, this list is loaded with I, running I'm just going
1: to say the people who wrote this list like running backs. No, I'm going to say love <laughs> running backs. They <laughs> yeah. like them. They love running
0: Ernie Ernie Davis, Syracuse, he actually come in after um, Jim Brown. Jim Brown was 56. He's 59 through 61, had 35 touchdowns. Um, he came in two years after Jim Brown graduated um, and um, wore the same number, actually, as Jim Brown. <clears throat> he uh, won the 1961 Heisman Trophy. <clears throat> All right. Here's your first big ugly Bronco Nagurski, man. Number fourteen, tackle for Minnesota. He played in twenty-seven through
1: twenty-nine. Hey, I'm gonna let you have that one.
0: He was a tackle man <laughs> and played a long, 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 almost a hundred years ago.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, almost. is getting there. Um but he he's one of them that that changed the game. Uh, the trophy is there's a the best defensive player every season is actually named after him now. Uh, the Bronco Nagursky trophy is the sure. best defensive player every year. Sure. So, um, you know, again, we had a couple of other the running back and the quarterback trophies. Uh, the Nagurski, Nagurski Trophy is another for the top de- defensive player. Uh, Doc Blanchard, another running back from Army from 44 to 46, um, is number 13. He actually played with Glenn Davis at Army. Ouch. They were on the same team together. Um, <clears throat> and he's listed as number 13. On the list, he won the 1945 Heisman Trophy Man. and had three top 5 Heisman finishes in his career was also a three-time consensus All-American. Wow. Number 12 is a defensive end from Pittsburgh. His name is Hugh Green. He actually played from 77 to 1980. Had 49 sacks, 441 tackles in his career. Um, He played for legendary coach Jackie Sherrill. He was a three-time first-team All-American. In 1980, he won the Maxwell Award for the best player. He also won the Lombardi Award as the best lineman and won the Walter Camp as the nation's most outstanding player. Wow. He finished second to South Carolina's George Rogers in the Heisman Trophy voting as a senior. The highest at the time was the highest ever finished by a full time defensive player.
1: At the time
0: it was the highest ever finish for a full-time defensive player. Number 11 Roger Stallback. He played for Navy from 1962 to 1964. Had third almost 30 almost 3600 passing yards, almost 700 rushing yards, threw for 35 touchdowns in his career. Um <clears throat> Won the Maxwell Trophy and the Walter Camp Award again for the best player, and to beat it all, he actually had a tour in Vietnam while he was in the in the Navy. Wow. as is well. where so the, the yeah. ultimate. Yeah, <clears throat> he he actually had a tour in the uh, in Vietnam War as well. Um, He joined the Cowboys in 1969 and led them to the Super Bowl four times, including victories in 72 and 78. Number 11. All right, we're going to get to number 10. We're going to go to our top 10 players, according to this ESPN article, all time in college football. Again, this article was written in 2020, okay? Number 10 is Gail Sayers.
1: Mm. Mm, that's tough.
0: Running back from Kansas, 62 to 64, averaged six and a half yards of carry. Wow. Cis is all American in 63 and 64. He was inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame in 1977.
1: Wow.
0: I mean, you can't really argue with Gil Series in the top ten, can you?
1: No, I can't. Can't argue. Not one. Not one iota. Can I? Argue? Number
0: nine. Number nine. Barry Sanders, running back, Oklahoma State, eighty-six to eighty-eight. Rushing yards, he had over thirty-five hundred yards, fifty-four touchdowns. Um all-purpose yards in one season in 1988. He had 3,250 all-purpose yards.
1: That was a year he uh, introduced himself to the world as I am a dude. I yep. am a dude.
0: He rushed, he rushed for 2,628 yards in one season. Y'all hear me?
1: Man, that's, that's, that's tough. Y'all
0: hear me? One season, 2,628 yards.
1: That's tough.
0: He set 34 NCAA records and won the Heisman Trophy in 1988.
1: That's, that's, that's
0: tough. And for my money? I think he's probably the best back I've ever seen.
1: Kind of hard to argue that. Kind of hard to argue that because I'm just that, that v- I've v-
0: seen v- with v- my v- own v- eyes. That's yeah. what I'm saying.
1: Are you talking about in, in Colorado when you got to the NFL?
0: Both. I remember that '88 season, man. I was like, I was like 13 or 14. Like he was something else,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a lot of it's the the the, the person who who was the closest to him uh, to me and and what I've seen uh, I would say two people uh, one well three people I'm gonna say one was uh, Ricky Williams Ricky Williams was, was was you know he 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 was a missed excitement because every time he got the ball he could take it all the way you
0: know?
1: yeah he, he, he's a mixture between uh um, a uh, 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 Jim Brown and uh, uh, bigger backs, uh, even a couple backs we about to get into. But uh, I would say Darren McFadden and Reggie Bush. You know, those. Reggie
0: are, Bush, you know, if he could have stayed healthy.
1: I think Reggie, Reggie was better equipped for the college <clears throat> game uh, because of his size. And I think Darry yeah. was a little bit more compact. And, and and put together like a fire hydrant. I think uh, yeah. Reggie Reggie My, Bush was like. That's like, a
0: that's a really good that's a really good
1: yeah
0: yeah uh, description, man. Yeah.
1: And I think that Reggie Bush is more like today's uh, uh, Wes <laughs> Welker's. And, uh,
0: but man, he could move, man. Yeah, Sanders yeah. Sanders, man. That cat
1: could dance, man. That's on on a football field. That's why I say Reggie. Think about, let's think about what Reggie I, did now in college. What I know, but I'm telling you, man, I don't know that I have ever seen anybody with a football in their hands
0: that can dance the way that Barry Sanders did.
1: I'm telling you, Reggie Bush was that. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm being disrespectful. Marshall Falk. I used to Marshall stay Falk up was pretty darn
0: good. Now, I I, and I'll give you that. that. Marshall I Falk to, was yeah, pretty good. Yeah,
1: you're right. I used to stay up to watch. Yeah,
0: I used play. to love I used to love to watch Marshall Falk. You're right, you're I'm not right, even kidding on that you're one. Right, you're right. All right. So, number eight on this list is none other than Dick Butkus.
1: Kind of hard to argue with that one, too.
0: Linebacker, Illinois, 62 to 64, had 374 career tackles, averaged 14 and a half tackles per game in his career. I mean, hello, finished third in the Heisman Trophy voting, which – was the highest at that time in 1963 when he done it. He was the Big Ten's MVP, two-time All-American at Illinois. um, Against Ohio State in 63, Butkus had 23 tackles, a school record at the time. In 1985, the trophy awarded to the best linebacker in college football, was named in his honor, the Dick Buckies Award. Number seven, another a great running back, Earl Campbell. Yeah,
1: that's yeah.
0: I'm telling you, go look up some Houston Oilers highlights from the '70s. I mean, um. Had 4,443 yards, 5.8 yards per carry, 40 touchdowns in his career. Um, Won the 1977 Heisman Trophy vote, says, in a runaway. Rushed for 1,744 yards that year. That was his senior year. He played for Texas um, from 74 to 77. Number six, and this is the one I said that's kind of the ghost of college football a while ago. This is Red Grange, um, Illinois from 23 to 25, nearly 100 years ago now. Um, Red Grange is – his nickname – seriously was the Galloping Ghost. That was his nickname. In 1924, against Michigan, he took the opening kickoff, 95 yards for a touchdown. In the next 10 minutes, he ran for scores of 67 yards, 56 yards and 44 yards. So inside 10 minutes, he scored four touchdowns against Michigan. Ouch. In one game. Ouch. He was a three-time consensus All-American, and he was the very first, the inaugural College Football Hall of Fame class, the very first college football hall of fame player ever inducted red grange number five jim thorpe he's even older than red grange (laughs) seven to twelve and i'm not talking about 2000 y'all i'm talking about 1900 jim thorpe jim thorpe was the Olympian Jim Thorpe,
1: Mm -hmm. legendary
0: Olympian Jim Thorpe. That's that's who I'm talking about here. He was a back. I mean, this is so long ago, they didn't even call it running back. He was just listed as a back. Had 53 touchdowns, 8.4 yards per carry. This is back when they had the leather helmets and nothing and, you know, all that. He too was in the inaugural class of the College Football Hall of Fame. Him and Red Grange together. He was a consensus All-American in 1911 and 1912. But if you look up Jim Thorpe, you can—he's pretty legendary for Olympic stuff as well. Number four. Is running back from Ohio State Archie Griffin.
1: Seventy two another, another another trailblazer in the running back game.
0: Yep. Is Archie Griffin? Ohio State 72 to 75. His career, he averaged 121 and a half yards per game. 55, almost 5,600 yards, rushed for 27 touchdowns. He was actually born in Ohio State's campus hospital.
1: Destin, Destin, Destin.
0: 1974 Heisman Trophy winner, and repeated in 1975. He was the first ever to repeat to win two Heismans okay number three we're gonna we're going through some running backs here number three is the legendary Bo Jackson man I remember Bo Jackson as well I know what I said about Barry Sanders okay but Lord have mercy Bo
1: Bo was one of a kind. Bo, was um, a kind. he was created in a lab. He was, he was sculpted. Oh my gosh! I mean, he was <laughs> molded, yes, injected, whatever you man. Listen, unreal. Like it was like he was every time he ran the ball, it was like he was. He had out the. Of a he hand.
0: had the power and the speed. I mean. Now, now, the reason why I said what I said about Barry Sanders is he—he he was just elusive. He could uh, dance on the field and everything. Uh, Bo would hit your ass and was gone. That's what Bo did.
1: Bo—Bo Bo was a mixture of the people who are in front of him and who are slightly behind him. He was—he um, was, man. Like I said, man, he—he he, he just was. I mean, he was, he, he's a cheat code. He, He's a he's a creative player. If you <laughs> Techmo
0: Bowl, player, he was the cheat code. I don't know if y'all remember that or not, but I used to play the hell out of some out of some Techmo Bowl when I was a kid, and you could be the Raiders, which had Bo Jackson on it, and he would
1: just oh don't th- forget Marcus Allen. Yeah, Marcus and Marcus Allen too. No, it had ahead. two. Uh, yes, had Marcus <laughs> Allen and <laughs> Bo Jackson. But yeah. Bo Jackson, he,
0: he would just mow people down and bouncing this game. off them. Of
1: they just bouncing off him. He's hit <laughs> that sideline,
0: <laughs> and you couldn't stop him, man. Stop I mean, him, man, the Raiders. I'm telling you, man, man, they were they were something else on Tech bowl, and it's all because of Bo Jackson. That's why. Well, I mean, listen. I loved me some Marcus Allen too at the at the same time.
1: Mm, but what? man, Bo Bo knows.
0: Bo played at Auburn 82 to 85. Um I mean, what can you say dual sport? I mean, had it not been for injury, honestly, Bo Jackson maybe would possibly be known as the greatest sports player ever uh, and and that's i'm not like i am putting that above michael jordan Man. and everything if it had it had it not been for injury he had a spot he had a hip and uh, injury that was massive and crushed his hip and at the time it's hard to fix all that and uh, he had, you know, uh, it, it just totally affected him. He wound up having to retire from football, he tried to keep playing baseball, but even the swing and the hip action for the swing in baseball, I mean, he still had power because he was built like a brick house. But, you know, he, he just he, – he, he did play baseball for maybe two or three more years. Um, but he had to hang that up pretty early, too. So, all right, bro, bro, wow. all right, number two, another monster running back from Georgia, Herschel Walker. That's number two on this list. Man. Herschel Walker, 1980 to 1982. Herschel Walker ran for 5259 yards, 52 touchdowns. He averaged, y'all, 159.4 yards per
1: game. That's tough, man. That's per average. game. That's something you can you can put that in the stat sheets. He is going to give you a on 50 average. Man, that's Man, he had that power, too. He had that power. He had that sneaky speed that you really didn't think he was running until you looked at those feet. Oh, he could
0: run over. He was a Mack truck.
1: Man, he's schooling away, and he will run through your face.
0: And built man. like a brick house, too, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both of them. He's got number two and number three. I well, mean, I remember both of them. They were damn near unstoppable in their prime.
1: Man, hey, you had to crowd the line. You had to crowd the line.
0: I mean, eight in a box. To stop. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: Maybe nine back then.
1: Yes.
0: In yes. the 80s and 90s. They, I mean, they might have loaded up nine in the box back then.
1: Man, they loaded the box. And it still didn't matter some time. It still didn't matter some time.
0: No, no. You know, it was – and I, I have to say, man – This top ten, you was talking about Dion. I'm sorry, Dion can't crack this top ten, man. This top ten solid.
1: Now, well, well, I'm just gonna say from what I can see, what I can see, I didn't see all of these great men. Well, I mean, I, I didn't see some of
0: these hundred year old guys. I mean, I didn't didn't see.
1: see. But I'm looking at, you know. You only got one, it's in the top 10. And we say what? Defense wins championships, right? So you mean tell me one, two, and I'm now I'm now I'm being very critical. In the top 10, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. You have eight running backs in the top ten. Come <laughs> on now. Come on, Reggie. Reggie White could have been in the top ten.
0: Ah, I I would have to maybe Reggie White. Yeah,
1: but but there's no other cornerback listed. Nope. No, in the there's no
0: there's no cornerback in the top twenty five. You got Dion at twenty six.
1: Dion played the position so well that it needs to be the Dion Sanders Award because he he think about dual sport athlete. Dual sport athlete, he was track, football, yeah.
0: baseball, and baseball.
1: Yeah, you see I what know. I'm so, hey, he probably could have been if, if fishing was in, he, he'd be a hell of an angler. So, it's like, man, like, then now he might not be the correct top team, okay, but at least the top 15.
0: All right, y'all, the suspense is killing me. Have y'all figured out who number one is yet? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not the suspense. Not the suspense.
0: It's killing me. I got to know, man. Who's number one, guys? Who do you think? The legendary Jim Brown is number one on this list. And like I said, I was looking up Jim Brown stuff, and that's how I found this list. I was looking up stuff on on ESPN. And uh, number one, is Jim Brown, played at Syracuse from 54 to 56.
1: Yeah.
0: Had almost 2,100 yards in two seasons, 26 TDs. Also played defense and had eight interceptions. Um,
1: kind of hard to argue with that one as well.
0: First team unanimous All-American led the Orange to the uh, Cotton Bowl in 1956. He also was the Syracuse place kicker on the same damn team and scored 43 points as the kicker on the team. He
1: did it all.
0: Yeah. I mean, he literally done it all. He played basketball, football, track, and lacrosse, Like I said, lettered in four sports while he was there. Played for the Cleveland Browns for eight years and was damn near unstoppable in the NFL. And at the age of 30, he just retired and hung it up. Never went back. Became an activist, actually. He did. Uh, became became a um, actor and an activist, and retired from the game of football at the age of thirty. Walked away from a legendary career that. I mean, back then he could have played at least another five, six years. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> walked away from his career at the age of 30, kind of similar to what Barry Sanders did, by the way, I was talking about Barry Sanders. I, I, I think Sanders was about 31 when he walked away from the game mm-hmm. and played about eight or nine years, something like that with the Detroit lions. And, uh, Anyway, the, those those two both kind of done the same thing, uh, very similar. Uh, walking away from the game, and uh, Barry's kind of lived a quiet life. Now Jim Brown became an activist and uh, and, and and helped a lot of different areas, uh, and it's pretty was pretty well known in a lot of a lot a lot of circles, yeah. <laughs> especially. Um, in the black community, so no
1: doubt, no doubt. No yeah,
0: I no mean, you know, I mean, just just to say it. So, I mean, well, that's
1: spoke had, had, had a was a voice for the voiceless, was a martyr for change, uh, uh, spoke his mind, uh, stood on the front line,
0: uh, absolutely,
1: and, and wanted equal and wanted things to change. And uh, you know, some people didn't like his his approach, but Anybody who is uh, up against what they're up against is not going to like someone who is trying to invoke change and for the betterment of of, of, of black people, of course. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, it was a picture that I saw that it was him, Bill Russell, Muhammad Ali. It was a lot of them, and I think Kareem Abdul Jabbar is still the only one. Uh, Still alive from that uh, picture. <laughs> yeah,
0: Kareem Kareem later, you know, was in that activist group too. Kind of that that uh, um, that you're talking about. That uh, you know, that there was a few of them that were all athletes that kind of joined together there. and Kareem was one of them.
1: Exactly, exactly. So man, hey, heads off to uh, Jim Brown for everything he stood for, that he tried to do, and uh, you know, like you said, like you. Like you laid off with it. Um, you, know, you hate to see a guy like that go, but he he lived an incredible life, left his mark on the world. Uh and uh, and like I said, was an advocate for change. So rest in peace, uh, Mr. Jim Brown, and the number yeah, one I- college football player of all time. You know, i once again, <laughs> I didn't write it. yeah i didn't write it either and
0: and i just was doing some research and i thought you know it'd be a cool something to talk about on the show for us and stuff you know um so i wanted to put that up and us have a little conversation here um with uh talk you know just talking about it so but we'll move on i'm gonna let uh howie fresh here talk about his fresh channel here real quick um I'll get that up on the screen. We are featured on his channel on Sundays when we do our Sunday shows. This past Sunday, we didn't. And the Sunday before that was Mother's Day, so we didn't do one then as well. Um, But when we have our Sunday show featured on his channel on Sundays, and I'm going to let Howie talk here for you guys. Hey, I am Hal Fresh here to tell you about The Real Fresh Channel. That's right, youtube.com slash The Real Fresh Channel. We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day, different types of podcasts, different type of content, uh, anything from college sportcast uh, and fresh takes for some sports. We also got You Want to Do What? We got the Wrestling Corner. We got live stream. Just go over to youtube.com slash The Real Fresh Channel and hit us up today. Thank you for uh, checking it out. Appreciate your time.
1: And he's back. Not quite yet.
0: All right, guys. That was that was Howie Fresh, and uh, he, we appreciate him. He is part of our Fanboys team. And uh, get him a little bit of airtime there and talk about his the real fresh channel. So, all right, then I'm going to move from that and go to our college cast swag page. If I can get all this stuff to work, there we go. So, our official merch page is now up on the screen. If you're watching and want to order our official merch, you can go to that QR code, scan that code. And also, when you get done shopping while you are watching with us, use our code WATCHCSCAST for a 15% discount and check out some of our official merch from College Sportscast. We would appreciate that so i want to ask you how how'd your aau tournament go this past weekend did you have one or did you just have practice
1: this past weekend we couldn't get the guys in town for practice uh but i had a uh field day at the school that my feet were on fire from And then my kids had, uh, well, my son had a football 7-on-7 game. My daughter had track uh, that day. And so when my son got through playing his 7-on-7 game, we rushed across town to make it for the track meet. So I was at the track uh, field until about 5, 6 p.m. And finally made it home and took a shower. And I didn't move for a couple for a day and a half.
0: So you didn't so you didn't have AAU
1: practice this weekend? I was pl- we was planning on it, but we couldn't get together. Yeah. We actually have a tournament in Memphis this weekend, uh, the third session. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. So we'll move on to some college basketball news. There's not a whole lot to talk about. I do want to mention to you <clears throat> that uh, Calbert Cheney is returning to Indiana. Sorry. At to work in the player player development role. Solid, solid. Yep, Calbert Cheney is. Um, he was early '90s. I'm pretty sure he graduated the year I graduated high school. He graduated from Indiana. That would have been 1993. Mm-hmm. So that would put him about four years older than me. Um, but um, I'm pretty sure he played till 1993 at Indiana and. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, he may be one of the best players that's ever played at Indiana. And they had some good ones in the 70s. Uh, they had Steve Alford in the 80s, okay. Keith Smart, that team. Okay. Uh, okay. he, they, also, they also had uh, Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas in 80 and 81. But Isaiah was only there two years. Uh, but, you know, was one of the better players, won a national championship for them um Calbert Chaney was short on the on the national championship so um you know Steve Alford and, and uh May and all of them and uh Isaiah Thomas and all all the other ones that that we mentioned won national championships really um, and Calbert Chaney was short on that but I'm telling you the kid was a player um and uh, he could he could flat fill it up calvert chaney could i, I, I mean left. it was a big robbery um with kentucky and i can remember just how tough he was he was a he was a tough ass player and uh, he's returning to, to indiana and in the player development role miami coach larry i can't how you say his last name Larry larry
1: Hey, uh, I'm not going to – you know me and names. I'm not going
0: to don't know. Coach Hale. Anyway, coach he, exci- he, he signed a one-year extension, The Miami coach. Um, he, he signed an extension. Um, some sad news for U.K. fans today. Cotton Nash died today. He was 80 years old. Cotton Nash um, was the all-time leading scorer at one time at UK. He graduated in 1964 um, with almost seven, almost 1800, 1,700 and some almost 1,800 points um, in 1964 um, and was a two-sport star as well at the time and uh, a legend for basketball, to be honest with you. He was born here in kentucky lived here in kentucky all of his life um and uh he was actually my dad's favorite player growing up um so that's i mean my dad would have been like about 11 to 14 when cotton nash played at kentucky so you can imagine as a kid when you're a big basketball fan those are the years you know that you um can kind of remember your favorite players, those like 11 to 14 years. So that was actually my dad's favorite player. Um, He played, he actually is one of only 13 players to ever play in the NBA and Major League Baseball. Wow. Cotton Nash. There's only been 13 players to ever do that, to play in the NBA and Major League Baseball. Cotton Ash is one of those. So the big guy from Alabama. Um, I can't bet. Bet, 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 Bedlick.
1: The guy who's staying in the draft. I'm trying
0: to think. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. They're, the sources are saying he's going to stay in the draft. He's not coming back to Alabama. that He's going to stay in the draft. So that kind of gives you just a little bit of news on the college basketball front. There's really not a lot going on. There's still people deciding on the transfer portal, and the NBA deadline uh, to return to school is May 31st. So we are about a week away, a little over eight days away from, from that deadline. So we'll be getting some return news or some, or some, they're staying and not returning news um, pretty soon on that front. So that kind of gives you a little bit on, uh, College basketball world, and then we'll move on to college baseball real quick. So, uh, college baseball is in a conference championship tourneys this this weekend, this week, and this week in. They actually the SEC starts today. Um, <clears throat> so, South Carolina beat Georgia nine to nothing. Um, in the SEC today, which is not a surprise. South Carolina, Georgia snuck in um, as the 12th team, I believe. This is kind of a surprise. Texas A&M beat number 13, Tennessee, today in the SEC tournament. It is a double-nation tournament for baseball, so you go to the loser's bracket. Um, So they're not completely out, but um, that's kind of a a shocker, really, for Tennessee to lose in the opening day. Number 24 beat Kentucky today, 4-0. Number 24, Alabama, that is, beat Kentucky today in the tournament. So they'll go to the loser's bracket as well which is not a good sign, might be playing Tennessee. I'm not real sure. Yeah. That might be who they're matching up with now. Because, like I said, it, the baseball is a double elimination tournament. So, And then Missouri and Auburn are playing right now, but it's just the bottom of the first inning, no score. So... <clears throat> Um, <clears throat> that's that's who's playing right now in the ACC. You got NC State, and Duke, seven to five. Um, Boston College beat Virginia Tech, eleven to seven today. Um, North Carolina beat Georgia Tech. to today in their tournament in the ACC. So all the conference tournaments, Big Ten's going on right now. It's a pretty big weekend. Um, Kentucky was actually in line if they could win to maybe host a series, but... Um, in the region, but with a loss today they probably won't. Uh, but anyway, Tennessee is a big loss uh, today as well. They were ranked 13th in the country. actually they were preseason top five. Tennessee was my, my, my top I, I want to say preseason they were ranked two in most polls. Um, so you know that's that's a big loss um, for them. Alabama rebounding. Actually, Kentucky swept Alabama in the series in the regular season and then lose today. So, you know, <laughs> that's how it goes in baseball.
1: Ooh, that's how it goes in baseball. Well, I mean, that's how it goes in life,
0: really, sometimes. But, you know, so baseball, it's all about pitching and, and you know, who's got the hot bat that day and, and that kind of stuff. So, um starting at this week uh, starting next weekend will be the, the region rounds for the baseball tournament and you know you will get down to uh, the super region and then the college series and it's all going to go on between now and the end of june the current the college world series winner it will be crowned some Sometime around the very last weekend of, of June, right before the I mean right before July and the fourth, it doesn't go into July. It's kind of right at the end of June when they do that. <clears throat> All right, so I have a college sports sports cast official uh, swag page, merch page up on the screen. There, you can scan that code, uh, that QR code, and go straight to our page and do a little shopping if you want some. Merch from us while you're shopping. When you go to the checkout, put in our code WatchCScast for a fifteen percent discount code, and I have that up there for you. Um, Trying to switch and get a few different things screen here for you guys. If I can get this stuff to scroll. All right. So, again, we are on WSBN TV on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Central. And on Sunday, we are also on at 3 p.m. Central. Like I said, the last couple of Sundays, we have been off for Mother's Day. And then last weekend, I covered the Prep Zone event. So we, um, we're we not on on Sunday. But as far as I know, we'll be back on this week um, doing our, our regular shows. Um, the baseball tournament's going to heat up this weekend. And we might do a little talk on the baseball tournament Thursday and Sunday. And... Uh, especially the SEC. We might talk a little bit around the country as well. But we'll uh, catch us on WSBN TV, Channel 30. Download the BoxCast app. Once you do that, guys, you can catch us on Apple TV, Roku, uh, Fire TV, Amazon Fire TV, and, and uh, you can actually find WN TV. And when you do that, you can find College SportsCast. We're Channel 30. No doubt, no doubt. That's pretty cool, right?
1: Streaming TV. Real-
0: so so we, we, we are on that. You can also check us out on Linktree. I'm going to try to get that up on here for you guys. Do our Linktree page. We have a Linktree account, and everything we do is on the Linktree page. You can find our merch shop. You can find our true victory shop you can find um my twitter account you can find our instagram page you can find our TikTok tock page um, you can find our youtube page to subscribe to you can find our apple our spotify we have it all guys so we're on video we also do audio on apple and spotify and all kinds of other ones that are out there. And uh, you can find everything that we do at our Linktree College Sportscast page. I do have that up on the screen for you now. Got some exciting stuff going on. Um, And, uh, you know, you can uh, get some merch now from us. Uh, pretty soon we're going to be kind of advertising some ad spaces and we will mention you on our shows. You can do that for 450 bucks, and uh, that's $450 for the entire year and do an ad space for us. And we will put you on the Fanboys Boys website page, the Greenville Sports Media website page as well. Um, for $450 and we will talk and mention you on each and every episode um, and and give you a shout out as a sponsor of College Sportscast. Again, you can do a whole year for $450 and uh, we would appreciate getting that word out as well. And then I'll talk about our home for our troops here. I got so much stuff on here, I have to scroll.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do, I ain't kidding. All right, so Home for Our Troops is our 2023 uh, nonprofit organization that we're asking uh, people to give to this year. It, we're doing that for the Fanboys. And uh, then I thought, I, apparently it went back to the tree page. one of these days it's going to get right all right home for our troops so again it's our 23 nonprofit organization we're asking to give to what they do is they um, build homes for wounded and injured vets so they are rebuilding their lives for them Um, and they will build them a home anywhere in the U.S. So if they're from Alaska and want to move to the 48, um, they will build them a home over here anywhere they want. And uh, they've been doing this for over 20 plus years for every dollar that you give 90, over 90 cents of that dollar goes towards building homes for these vets. So we ask that you go to www.hfot. Whoops, forget that dot. www.hfotusa.org. There you go. There you
1: go. Hey, hey, it's okay. You get yeah. it right. Got a tongue. T- got, got, a, got, a, got,
0: stuck on the tip of your tongue. I know how that yeah, goes. Yeah. <laughs> I got no tongue tied on that one there. Yeah. Absolutely. Alright man, is there any closing thoughts that you have or no, Anything man. that you wanted to bring up or talk about?
1: Uh I know about college sports uh podcast, but I want to shout out the Denver Nuggets for making the first ever uh winning the first ever Western Common Finals and stamping that uh stamping that ticket into the in finals. It's a, a tough
0: one for me. I'm a Laker fan. But I, I understand, but Denver, I am a,
1: Denver was just a better team. You know, I think they that, were. If the Lakers could have Listen, scored two games,
0: all these people, all these people have been upset and everything else. Listen, the Lakers made it way further than I thought they were going to make it. In late February, I didn't even know that if they were going to make the play-in game and be in the top ten. Two and ten,
1: two and ten to the yeah. Western Conference Finals. I mean. Listen, you can't win them all, you know. They they exerted and
0: courage. yes, they got beat four oh, but they lost four games late in the fourth quarter, three of them by less than six points. One of them was pushed out to a ten or eleven point win. Yeah. But they were in that game as well.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you
1: know.
0: I had a shot the last two games at home.
1: Can't, can't, and hey, can't. That's yeah, why I said. shout out to Devin. You know that franchise has been around for a while. And to me, it's good to see somebody else. Congrats
0: ugly. to the Joker and Jamal Murray.
1: Two-headed monster. Well put together team. Um,
0: I mean, they got many, many other players, but I'm telling you, those two cats right there are some balls. So
1: shout out to Jamal Murray too, man, for coming back from a from a, a gruesome injury that he suffered. And then coming on the other side of it, man, better than ever, getting back to yourself. It just so, you know. And I hope kids see that that, you know sometimes when things don't go your way, sometimes you just gotta shut okay. up and work. Okay, I found this on the web. You gotta all shut way. up and work. You just gotta shut up and work, and, and, and you know trust the process. And that's all he had to do, you know. In, in the world in which,
0: and he took, and he took the time needed to get healthy too. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. thought. A lot of people thought he should have been back earlier yeah. and he didn't. Yeah. He stayed he stayed out a lot longer than people people thought. Well, where's you know, he should be back by now. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, uh, he was getting a lot of questions yeah. about why he wasn't playing yeah. and yeah. all kinds of stuff because he stayed out longer than what most people stay out nowadays. I'll I doubt, mean, um, yeah. 10, 15 years ago to stay out a year when you blow out like he did was was kind of common nowadays. You know, a lot of these cat, a lot of these cats are back. A lot of these guys are back in six eight months. But
1: but it's, it takes a full year to get. But back. Jamal
0: Murray didn't do that.
1: He took his time. He he did right. He took. He had an organization yep. that believed in him. And when, yep. when you have a guy of that caliber, you can't just go drive another Jamal Murray. Then you you had all the pieces around Caldwell Pope. Aaron Gordon, you know Michael Porter Jr. Then the bench, you know. So, and then when you got Joe Joker, is arguably the best player in the league the last three years. You can
0: argue that he makes he he shoots and makes some of the
1: toughest shots. Crazy,
0: toughest.
1: Now those two threes, those two threes. He he that
0: I mean, he he literally keeps the ball back behind his head. And shoots like how does he do that, man? I played those ball two. a long time. You played ball in in college, tuck, Division One, Mississippi. I mean, can you shoot like that, man? That is a tough, tough, tough shot. And he's knocking it down right in the face of AD.
1: Tough, tough. Those those two shots made, and when AD fouls Jamal Murray on the switch. Those nine points cost LA the game. Cost them the game. I mean, I'm you telling you, they lost three games by six points or less. Yeah, that should it, it should have been at least it should be at least three one. It, or maybe at, like, two, it, two two, but at least two, three two, one. At least three one. You know, like I said, it yeah. could easily been two two. Like you said, it's yep. so, so one of those It's One of
0: those dudes. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I think I'm going to pull for Denver to win it all. Of course, Jamal Murray played at UK. And uh, I'm yeah. super, super proud of the way that he handled himself, um, the way that the organization handled him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and his comeback, despite people thinking that he was taking too long and doing all the stuff. I'm super proud of Jamal Murray um, for the way he ha- handled it, the way the organization handled it. And they are now in the, what's the, uh, yeah, the NBA finals. finals. NBA Finals awaiting the likely winner It's going to be Miami. They're up 3-0. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I just I think they're they, – to me – they got the best player in the league, and Jamal Murray is not that guy. I'm talking about the Joker. And, and Jamal Murray might just be, when he's playing, he might be the best player on that team.
1: Last two games, he was the best player on the team. Last I'm two games, just saying. I'm not going to argue with that. Yep. But like I said, they have a great team. Shouts out to them. I just want to bring that up.
0: Yep. yep. All right, man. So we we've right. covered it all. And I, I appreciate you being on with me, man. Uh we will yeah. see you guys yeah. on on Thursday night at eight PM. And y'all have a good
1: night. All right. All right. All right, Brad. All
0: right, man. Peace out.
1: Right. Peace out.